I got a call from a former boss um, offering me this cool job. And um, I said, you know, the job sounds cool, but I'm moving to San Francisco. Is there any way I could have the job and move to San Francisco? That was Amanda Guest. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Welcome to episode 17, part two. In part one, Amanda told us about various trips she took to San Francisco before moving here. All San Francisco transplants have a moving here story, but rarely do they involve pulling an all-nighter. In this podcast, Amanda will talk about the night that San Francisco became the second love of her life. Here's Amanda. So, um... So he was like, okay, well, you know, we got to do some things first, but we're going to go to this birthday party. So um, I take Bart to 16th and Mission. We meet up there. We end up like going to get a friend over at the Uptown. So I got to see the Uptown. Then we uh, went up Valencia. And at the time, it's it's crazy now, like thinking, I don't want to be that person that's like, things have changed so much. Cause no, I'm, but 2009, I'm, it was significantly not what it is right now. Right. It was right when they were doing the sidewalk, sidewalk. widening, yeah. right? Yep. It, it's Yeah, it's funny now because it's like, you know, I don't want to be that person that's only been here for six years and right. is like, back in my day. <laughs> but really, there's well, been years, a it's, lot it's, of it's change. It's been a significant uh, six years to have been here. Definitely, Yeah. Um, so anyway, we like walking along Valencia and then we went into, uh, Ray's and he was like, okay, well we need to buy some booze cause we're going to this party and it's BYOB. So like get some booze. And, um, the party was at ATA. Okay. Um, artist television access first. Um, yeah. And yeah. Valencia mm-hmm. and uh, I, you know, had never really been to a place quite like that before. <laughs> um, and they had um, someone was doing like projections, and so they were, you know, screening these like crazy patterns. And then um, one of the DJs was Wham Bam Ashley Ann. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, you know, since then we've collaborated on on a few things, right. and but it was just like that prototypical moment where it's just like, oh, I'm like, you know, seeing this person DJ, and I like totally dig everything that they're about. Right. And um, so we were just like. I was just like drinking this bottle of sake that I bought and we were dancing and I didn't know anyone, but everyone was making me feel like I knew them. Right. You know, like there was like a guy from France and we were like doing the twist yeah. and it was just like, just kind of like one of those moments where you're just like, oh man, like this is what life should be like. Just mm-hmm. a bunch of uh, strange adults, like just having, having a good time together and, mm-hmm. and, you know, having it not be, you know fraught with peril like a lot well, of social <laughs> i think i because i've been to maybe parties that weren't exactly like that but that had that same feel and it's like you found your people yeah it's like kind a, of a, i mean in a, in a more general sense that's like what moving to san francisco is for a lot of people yeah was and, for me. and you know at the time i was i was living in a mill city in uh northern Mass- massachusetts right on the new hampshire border and I was writing a blog about how cool my city was because I wanted my city to be more cool. Right. And you have to kind of like, you know, fake it till you make it. Right. And um, I was like always getting a lot of resistance to what I was doing. Like I worked with a friend and we were doing like these like funny promotional videos for different businesses. Mm-hmm. And like we'd do one for one bar and then the other bar would be pissed and be like, <laughs> why are you working with them? And it's like, well, you know, we'll you people don't just go to one bar. <laughs> you know, we want them to like come to this city and like have a night out and like go bar hopping and do all this stuff. And like mm-hmm. we all need to be working together. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, no, we don't. Like. <laughs> 
Or like one time someone was like, oh, you're that girl that writes that blog about how cool the city is. What's wrong with you? And I was just like, ah, you know, it's and, and the guy the guy was like, this town is a shithole and it's always been a shithole and it will always be a shithole. Oh, that word. And I was Sorry. just like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I was just like, okay, well, you know, I respectfully disagree. Yeah. But, but it was just like, there was just that like, inertia yeah where it was like okay getting something to happen in this town where people are just like philosophically <laughs> opposed to anything cool happening yeah, you just wanted to breathe a little bit of life into the place yeah because you appreciate it and they were like no yeah it was just like i just felt like i had a lot of energy and like a lot of positive energy and like wanted to do something creative and cool and just up until that point in my life hadn't found a place that I felt like I could do that and have it be received. <laughs> Until you're do, now you're doing the twist with the guy from France. Yeah, and now I'm, I'm at like ETA. at this like crazy party, like hanging out with all these people I don't know, and like everyone's just being super cool. And I'm telling people like about myself, but it's like telling them about my real self, you know, like telling them about like what sort of creative stuff I want to do, and like not your day job and your fucking stock portfolio yeah yeah it's just like like, what do you do yeah like what kind of music do you like like what art are you into and like what you know what do you like about being here and um yeah and i just just found that i was just uh, feeling this like really positive connection with so many people um so then you know i'm i'm starting to get a little worried because i'm supposed to be working and um (laughs) what time do you think it was um it was I knew that Bart stopped at like 1230. Right. And so I think this was like, this was like about like, this was actually pretty early. I think it was like 1030 at night. And I was like, okay. I knew like, I was like, I'm just having so much fun. And like, th- I know this party's going to go late. And I know that I'm having such a good time. It's going to be hard. Like, it's going to be hard to convince stop. myself to stop. And Did you know yet that about RNLs? No. And, and how like they sh- <laughs> they shut down right before so that they can get on that Bart train to go <laughs> yeah. to Oakland. No, I didn't know about that yet. You yeah. learn eventually, but exactly. that night you were not equipped with that. Yeah, no essential essential knowledge. Yeah, no, I just knew from like because this was actually pre Uber, so right. and like it was really hard to get a taxi anywhere. It was almost right. Um, so it was like okay, it's either Bart or nothing. Right. Um, so my best friend is um, a machinist, mm-hmm. and he he has to wake up at like four in the morning. This is back east. Back east, yeah, yeah, to go to work. And so I'm like, I am a, I am brilliant. I have an idea. So I text my best friend, and I'm like, Greg, listen, I'm at a party. I'm having the most amazing time, and I know I'm not gonna want to go home, and I need to go home, by like you know one a.m. So when you get this message, when you wake up, text me and just say, go home. <laughs> and I'm like, perfect. Like, there's full, your alarm. Foolproof plan. Yeah. And then I'm like, now I'm just going to go back to having a good time. Mm-hmm. So like 1 a.m. rolls around and the party is like starting to thin out. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm like, oh, shit. He never texted me. Later, he was like, I didn't think you were serious. <laughs> like, you know, he's just like, because it, it was like a Wednesday night, too. It's a, like, that's a little bit of a cryptic text. I, I maybe, by virtue of hindsight, I would have gone along with it. 
Yeah. Just for the record. Yeah, just for the adventure of <laughs> but it. But it is a little bit cryptic to wake up to that. Yeah, like he was just like, like I had no idea what you were talking about. He's yeah. like, but it was like a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, or yeah, I forget what day of the week it was. But it, yeah, anyway, he was just like, I thought you were being crazy. Um, but anyway, so, you know, all of a sudden it's like, super super late and bart isn't running still at the party still at the party oh so it's around one o'clock yeah it's around one o'clock still at the party bart is done and bart is done (laughs) and the party starts winding down and then alan is like okay well let's go we leave the party and we just start like walking along valencia and it's like you know people are kind of spilling out of the bars and like getting ready to go home so there's like that kind of cool energy Mm -hmm. um and we like um you know, Alan is like the mayor of the mission, mm-hmm. you know, everywhere you go, like we'd walk like 10 feet and we'd run into someone that he knew. Right. And so we kept, you know, like running into people and having cool conversations. And uh, it was, you know, that was kind of the moment that I also learned that San Francisco is like such a transient mm-hmm. city because everyone that we met was from somewhere else, right. which I think is one of the things that you know that I think is great about mm-hmm. the city because it's just ever ever changing and evolving mm-hmm. um, you know on the other hand with gentrification you know we don't want to lose the ability for all different types of people to have that movement here right. you know I feel like that that is something that's definitely changed mm-hmm. in the past six years is that you know it's harder to there's a barrier to entry you know Absolutely. it's you can't just there's still people that are flying in and crashing on couches and making it work but uh, you know, i think just them. yeah <laughs> um that's a young man's game yeah right that too um yeah we're all getting older yeah well at least you know, i am <laughs> i think i was like already middle-aged by the time this adventure happened right. so it was like i was like really nearing you know i was like indiana jones <laughs> <laughs> like sweeping in uh for that one last adventure um but yeah so so after we walked so we're still kind of right around maybe the two o'clock yeah like 2 a.m 2 a.m ish or so okay. so we so then we start like walking up kind of up in like I don't, like now i like i'm thinking back trying to remember exactly like where we were so i think we were like up like liberty hill okay area so i think we probably like walked up in that uh direction because we were like kind of going up into the hills and i saw my first cushman Mm-hmm. I've oh. never seen one of those before, yeah. and there's like one like park there. Yeah. So that there exists like these really hilarious like razor photos of me like oh. on a Cushman, like woo, because <laughs> um, you know I was like really excited and still probably a little drunk. Yeah. Um, and razor then phones. wow, uh, I know, they right? Had awesome cameras <laughs> for the time. Yeah, for like, the time. Look at this. And they were indestructible. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like, I had my Razor phone during probably my drunkest period in life. And, like, I dropped that thing so many times. Mm. It had, like, gouges out of the side of it. Yeah, and I I had that phone for, like, five years, too. And phone cases, I mean, besides the fact that that was a flip and it wouldn't have worked anyway, phone cases were not a thing at all. you didn't need them. You didn't protect your phone. You just dropped it in the toilet. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you dried it off and it was fine. Uh, But, yeah, so... um, so there's some photographic evidence of this night. And then, so then we wound up um, at Dolores Park. And uh, there's like that one bench that, well, the, now there's multiple. Be, right. But at, 
back in my day, there was only <laughs> one bench with which to see the beautiful vista. Yes. Um, but anyway, so we we uh, go and we sit down on the bench and we're this just like... This is up at 20th and Church, right? Up on the top yeah, of the Yeah, yeah. And we're just like looking out over the park and looking out over, you know, the beautiful downtown, which is where I'm supposed to be in my hotel room sleeping because I have right. an early morning meeting. And um, and then Alan like brings out a bottle of whiskey and we're just like <laughs> sitting there drinking this bottle of whiskey. And then finally he's like, um, oh, I know. I know what we can do. Uh, we're going to go to Sparky's. And oh, right. So it was like Rip Sparky. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, it's I was actually just talking to someone about this the other day. Like, uh, luckily, we still have Orphan Andy's mm-hmm. because otherwise, like, where would we drunkenly stumble to at three in the morning when I we like need a milkshake? The now corpse of the Lucky Penny. So that was another, oh, yeah. another good one for the northern and western areas and taxi drivers and that kind of thing yeah but yeah that's it's it's uh we have limited options for 24-hour living here yeah it's i mean it's Sad. crazy considering that san francisco is a big city mm-hmm. <laughs> and we don't have that and a young city yeah still relatively young yeah we we have a new dj that just moved here from athens georgia and he was like mm-hmm. there's like more of a late night scene in athens georgia than there is in san francisco okay, and no, i was I'm like sad <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the flip side of that is I do remember one time going out in New York City and having a really great time and all of a sudden it was 4 a.m. And I was just like, what the what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we went to Sparky's. We got milkshakes and hung out. And uh, and then Alan was like, you know, uh, the, the bar starts running again at 6 a.m. So it was like, we were almost there. Mm-hmm. And we wound up... Um, after we hung out at Sparky's for a while, and then we kind of like walked through the Castro, and then we walked like back down into the Mission, and we wound up like um, walking back, like kind of like zigzagging through the neighborhoods um, to get back to 16th and Mission, mm-hmm. and um, there was like a lot more street art. I really feel like I'm like doing that thing where you're like back in the day, do it. So like there used to just be so much more street art in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And um, so we were like walking along and he's like, you know, look down there, like someone uh, painted all the little, you know, pipes to look like mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And uh, you there was, um, you know, like when people that would make like the little fairy doors Mm -hmm. and then there was the uh, tiles that were uh, laid out to look like um, space invaders. Oh, yeah. And um Oh, the, oh my gosh, why can't I remember the name? Do you remember there was the artist that was going around and doing like the huge wheat pastes that it was, oh, I forget. It was like Something Loves You. And it was just like, there was one that was like, uh, almost like They Live, where it was like a skeleton Hmm. man and woman. Um, I had to see it. I'm sure I'd recognize it if I saw it. And I remember they like put it when they had that like Levi's store pop up. Mm -hmm. That was when it had gotten like wheat pasted Mm. over when they were like building that out. And they actually like put that behind the glass at one point. So they like brought it in. Um, But yeah, we were just like walking around, like looking at all the street art. Um, uh, I also remember there was a stencil someone was doing that was like mustaches no longer ironic <laughs> and it was like a bar handle mustache nice. um but that was like you know for the time there was like nothing like that in my town there was like a lot of graffiti um 
And actually, because of that experience, when I went home, I started trying to like document more of the graffiti that was happening hmm. and started to realize that there were like several people that were like doing most of the graffiti. Right. And then I found myself like one of the few people that knew who some of the graffiti artists were and they were like all like just kids right. but they figured out that I like wasn't an arc and they would like <laughs> um, message me on MySpace and oh say my like if you go to the river and like look like you know this many paces under the, under the bridge yeah and they would like tip me off when they like nice. did stuff that they were proud of and i would blog about it the salem tagger committee or, yeah. Uh, community yeah maybe um, committee <laughs> yeah maybe yeah <laughs> that's um, awesome but yeah so but it was like kind of all just from you know, from the inspiration Inspired. of like coming here and like having this one crazy night and then so yeah so we finally like stumbled a bart it's like 6 a.m and bart like just opens um I get downtown, get back to my hotel. Um, by the time I get to my hotel, it's like, I think it's like seven. And oh, I have yes. a breakfast with an author at eight. Oh my God. And um, I remember I like got back to my room and I like brushed my teeth and I laid in bed and I set my alarm for 15 minutes. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, all right, I you know, because I have more of a timer than an alarm. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, all right, this is how much time I have. Yeah. So I took like a fifteen-minute power nap. The alarm goes off. I jump up. I get into the shower, and I'm just like laughing at myself because yeah. I'm like, I am entirely too old right. to be like in this. Because you know, at this point, you know, I was like, like thirty-five, maybe. You must have had some adrenaline going though. Yeah, like, like just I was just the had... inspiration of being here. And yeah, all was, the newness. There was and... just all this energy flowing yeah. through the whole night, and it was really like it really felt like I was just having this whirlwind romance with San Francisco. Yeah, and um, I it powered me through. I you know took a shower got dressed, go down to the lobby of the hotel where I have this breakfast. And I remember like my face was just hot <laughs> from like oh lack of sleep wow. and like being up and drinking and mm -hmm. like all this stuff. And I was just like, I really hope I'm holding it together. The meeting went great. Cool. And the, you know, the rest of the day goes fine. It was like the day that we were like breaking down the booth. Mm -hmm. And then we had a dinner with an author that night and after the author left and I was there with my coworkers, I was like, you guys, I have to tell you, I never went home <laughs> last night. I was like, I've been up. I have not slept uh, in over 24 hours. Like I had this crazy night where I like went to the mission and I went to a dance party and like sat in the park and had a milkshake at 3 a.m. and like wandered the barren city late at night like looking at street art and just had this incredible experience and I was say? like and now that I've survived I'm confessing this to you and they were just like like they were like okay like you're crazy right like <laughs> like good for you for making it through the day but they were just like yeah you're nuts BFFFM is presenting a show at Great American Music Hall on February 24th, featuring Girlpool, Field Medic, Rose Droll, and Special Explosion as part of Noise Pop Fest 2018. For more information, go to BFF's Facebook page and click on Events. Storied San Francisco is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find every episode on our website, storiedsf.com. 
You can subscribe to the podcast on Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. iTunes lets you rate and review podcasts, so please do so. Our email is storiedsf at gmail.com. Music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald, a.k.a. Joe Bigale. The photo for this episode is a shot of Amanda on that DPT Cushman that she described in the story. Thanks for listening. Check back next week for an all-new episode of Story San Francisco. Story San Francisco.